0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Okay, here we are. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart podcast. This is Craig McConnell, and I'm joined in our studio today by one of my colleagues and friends here at the Outpost, uh, Dr. Brad Beck.
1: Hi, Brad. Greg.
0: Good to have you up here. Thank you.
1: It's great to be here.
0: The high altitude of the studio overlooking the the vast Colorado region that we are so graced to live in.
1: In our parking lot. Yeah, so so, in our park- yes.
0: parking lot. Well, we had scheduled to come into the studio and do a podcast today. And one of the questions was what are we going to talk about? And and uh, true to God, something popped up. And so I want to share a little bit of a very fresh and real personal story. We as a staff and a team are, I think, probably like any other staff or team in that, uh, gosh, the, the struggles we face, the Um, battles we face are common to anyone and all of you out there and then uh, like many of you out there given our mission and uh, what God is trying to do in us and through us and and with us boy the enemy just heaps just piles on sometimes and um, uh, there was was an incident today that just really threw me I I, uh, walked into the office this morning and I just got blindsided by something that somebody did and and said regarding me and it just I went from the typical Craig walking with God, kind of floating on clouds, life of Christ in and through me, uh to your daily, everyday experience. Yeah. To just enraged and mad and angry deeply frustrated and disappointed with uh, someone in our community. And uh, I couldn't pull myself out of it. I just went to this place of uh, judging and anger. And uh, I had to go into Brad's office and ask Brad, hey, can you come into my office? And uh, you need to pray for me or do
1: something. And uh, we spent, I don't know, how long, Brad? Probably 30, 40 minutes. We kind of had to talk it out. I was having trouble, too. I wasn't in a great place myself uh-huh. through part of these circumstances and, the, and these issues. It, it hit me as well. It seemed to hit you harder. But then I saw how I was being sucked into it. Mm-hmm. And so we went off to the conference room and sat down, looked across from each other, invited Christ into it. And then tried to unpack it and what our role was and Mm -hmm. what's from the outside. What do we need to deal with as warfare? It was – it's very present because it was like about an hour ago.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) What's amazing is is just the power and the effect of um, our relationships, our interpersonal relationships. They really have an effect upon us for good or for bad. and. I was just amazed at how um, the words that were shared and what was said just threw me. And I think we kind of could just walk through it. I think, uh, Brad, in there, I, I was praying all the right prayers, just confessing my sin, my anger, my hurt, my disappointment, acknowledge it. Some of it's sin. It really is. I mean, there's some part of me that just kind of loves a royal, you know, uh, skirmish, just getting— Angry, getting riled p- up, getting pissed, and yep. throwing wood on the fire, and there, and then some of it I knew was my brokenness. You know, Craig, the wound I live with is you're nothing but a seagull. You have nothing to give, offer, say, and I could feel part of my rage. I wanted to take the head off this person, was coming from that feeling
1: diminished. Right. Some of it's warfare. Right. And watching you tell that story and, and what it was bringing up, it's really interesting. I know you well. I love you well. I think, you know, we've worked together here for five years, and and uh, I've rarely seen you that riled up. And, uh, of course, it was fresh. It was new. Recognize that, yes, some part of it was your brokenness and need for healing, and some of it was certainly outside Mm -hmm. coming in. We live under and we live with a spirit called diminishment that we have to shut down here. It seems almost to be our besetting spirit Mm -hmm. that can happen here. And recognizing that and seeing that for what it was and praying against that helped bring a lot of clarity, some fresh air into it. Mm-hmm. But then also realizing that there was some hurt and there was some something that came that mm-hmm. maybe wasn't handled the best, um, miscommunication. And then that being spun by the spirit and by brokenness and need for healing into something that just seemed like a monster mm-hmm. in the room yeah, and literally was. I felt it too. I also needed um, to pray to get this off me. It was interesting. I think I could see it more clearly for you as you were relating it than I could see it for myself at that time. See what, Brad, when you say see it? I could see um, the interplay of of a spiritual force spinning this up beyond Mm -hmm. what it was. I could also see... Part of your story and brokenness kind of being shoveled back up and turned over and made to be a peer, that's not really true. Now, you
0: continue. Let me just interject here. So what you're saying is totally taken out. Totally taken out. (laughs) Me, totally taken out, just totally believing Seeing reality in an exaggeratedly negative way, um, not seeing the good heart in the other person, not having any perspective, but just woundedness, hurt, pain, anger, rage. There it was. Yes, and Craig. Uh, N- <clears throat> my name's Morgan Snyder. And uh, <laughs> Craig McConnell there at the table. Yes. No larger
1: story. No, no larger story. Yeah. No. No, no God. Al- no, no
0: gospel.
1: <laughs> no one ultimate one hour and
0: ten minutes ago. Yes. Sanctified hour- <laughs> rage. That's what we're saying,
1: to be clear. Provoked by a, a very real event. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but spun up and misinterpreted, and a few things forgotten along the way. And so that made everything appear worse, appear bigger, appear irrefutable. It seemed true. Mm-hmm. This happened before. It's going to happen again. This is hopelessness. This despair. is <laughs> Yeah. Inevitability. Yeah. Hope you listeners
0: are identifying with my human side. Yeah. My worst components, yeah, that's all true. No, I'm not backing <laughs> away from it. This is this isn't about someone else failing me. It's about me being an utter failure. <laughs> so Brad, bless his heart, prays with me, goes after, brings the authority and power of Christ, uh, the blood of Christ, the life of Christ, the ascension of Christ, the grace of his own heart, and the beauty of the gospel and. We're praying away. And uh, how are you feeling while we're praying?
1: Good. I'm feeling like there's being layers lifted off. A little more clarity, a little more air, a little more lightness. Uh, We started laughing during the prayer at one point because we we knew how goofy part of what we were saying sounded. But it was good to pray it out and have Jesus there interpreting and helping and prompting. That's a great point. Now, my experience was the prayer was getting
0: nowhere. Yeah, nothing was happening early on. And I think we paused and asked Christ, do you have anything to say? And let me preface this by saying, I mean, I was praying the right prayer. Confession of my sin, deep, honest, uh, confession in need of healing, um, binding Satan and his, and his minions from throwing wood on a fire, yeah, breaking agreements, yeah, breaking any agreements. But it really felt like nothing was happening. I'm still enraged, and the beauty of this is, you know, a whole lot of what we need in in such volatile times, we can't do. I can't pull myself out of this hole. We really need God, and at some point, said. Jesus, do you have anything to say? There was a pause, and I heard Christ say to me, forgive them. And that's all I needed. I mean, I didn't want to forgive them. I didn't feel like forgiving them. Right. And that's, I think, when it got a little light when we started laughing because some part of you, doesn't it wake up and sees what you're doing? Like I'm totally taken out. And
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah and we were imagining different things that we could do to different people at different times and and realize that out of revenge out of re- retribution yes, yes. even in the score some making- dark place some yeah. in our thoughts that are not true ultimately and not of God but Jesus asked you to to forgive this person and and of course uh, you went right there in obedience Didn't feel like it, didn't want to, had no feeling of forgiveness whatsoever. My sense was Jesus broke into the room, broke the power of everything else that was going on. It's like the hold of Satan or whatever demon or or whatever agreement like broke at that point. And then you could see much more clearly (laughs) Much more in perspective, much more in the larger story, and it was helpful for me too because I was having struggles and I needed forgiveness and I needed to speak that out as well. And I felt something fall yeah. off me and you, right about the same time. Yeah, in that perspective, really helped us. Yeah, and to see beyond and uh, start to love again and to start to believe. The right things believe the larger story, believe what's true, yeah.
0: yeah, and and
1: holy, and and being able to work here. So, so that's our story. In yeah, that's set. it.
0: We're enraged, headhunters, uh, and taking beauty, names, <laughs> beauty, and the power of Christ, and to one. If we turn to him, and at times it's a battle, and it takes effort, and you feel so justified in your anger and rage. And the issue isn't another person's disappointing behavior or actions. It's your own heart. And Christ comes, and his words, forgive them, just struck me so powerfully because I know how many times others uh, forgive me for things I say or do or don't do or don't say. And the beauty and the power of the forgiveness of Christ just became real. And like Brad said, something was broken. And I guess the the thought here is, where do you go? What do you do when people disappoint you? And our experience is uh, if we don't go to Christ, you know, I would have been set up for a three-day rage there. Right. You now Just right. doing in it.
1: And it's the advantage of having a brother who or or someone you can talk to who who's familiar with four streams Mm -hmm. and and what some of the what we offer here. We're not the only place that offers Mm -hmm. some life and, and some message like this, but being able to to talk to someone sometimes just talking about it can dismantle it or provide some perspective. And then to, to be able to to pray together, to see God, to ask Jesus what this is about, yeah. and then go after that. In particular, maybe peel off another layer, and then have to break an agreement about this seems inevitable. This <laughs> always happens. This seems really true. Break that, then go on to the next level. And Jesus says to you to to forgive, and then that. Provides another level yeah. altogether. And there may be other things that come up we need to talk to each other about in the next few days. If you get mad again or something jumps on me, I'm going to need to talk with you about it. And say, Craig, hey, man, whatever was on you, this on me now. I, I'm really mad. I'm really yeah. pissed off about yeah. this. Whoa. Help me with this. Help me understand this. Hmm. Give me some thoughts. Let's take a cut at this in prayer and see what Jesus is up yeah. to. The power and the
0: beauty of the forgiveness of Christ for us and then through us, for others. Amen. And the power of brothers to walk with us on this journey. Amen. I hope this podcast has been encouraging, putting the dirty laundry, the real stuff out there in, in Christ's rescue. I hope that's been encouraging. Oh, my goodness. Another rescue by Jesus. If you would like more information about Ransomed Heart, our resources, who we are, what we offer, what we do, please check out our website at ransomedheart.com. Thanks for listening.